0: let us pray gracious God breathe your Holy Spirit upon us so that the words that I may speak may be the word that you want spoken and that the words each one of us hears may be the word that we need to hear this day in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord amen I'm tired I'm really tired not because of the pandemic. I mean I'm tired because of the pandemic too but I'm really tired because the last couple of nights I stayed up very late in order to try and find the comet. I mean I figured it only comes around every once every you know 7,000 years, 6,800 years uh, so this is kind of my chance. So I've been looking for it. The first night I went all around Eugene trying to find it. There's just way too much light. There was one moment I thought maybe maybe that's it. I don't know. I didn't have a camera with me. Um, Then the next night I went out again. This time I decided to get farther away from the light. I went out of town um, and I got a picture. This time I brought my camera. I got a picture and here it is. Yeah, it's kind of hard to see. It's pretty faint. There's still a lot of light around. Um, You can zoom in there. Maybe we can kind of see it. Do you see it? Maybe, it's there. Um, I hope to get a chance to try and uh, really get out uh, even farther away from the light and try again. So I'm really looking for, I mean, something like this here. Now, this is a photo that our very own Carl took, remarkable photographer in the parish, and he went and took this picture of the comet over Mount Washington. For centuries, for millennia, people have been looking at nature, looking at the creation and being inspired by it. And many people have described the feeling, that in seeing something of the creation, they are seeing something of the Creator. In seeing the creation, understanding how it works, they are understanding something more about how God works. The early scientists, they all understood themselves, or at least most of them understood themselves, as doing holy work of trying to understand the Creator better by understanding the creation better. It's an ancient concept. Go back to uh, the Book of Amos. It has that beautiful line, seek the one who made the Pleiades and Orion. They are remarkable, the constellations are remarkable, the stars are remarkable, and behind that creation is a Creator who made them. We've been looking to the heavens, we've been looking to creation in order to see the creator and that is good and that is holy work creation seems a bit like a kind of a minor theme in scripture in terms of kind of ink on the page it is a minor theme it doesn't come up all that often and yet it's not really all that minor when you think about where it is placed it is there at the very beginning, the very first few chapters of the very first book, Genesis, and then the very last few chapters, the very last book in Revelation. They are both about creation. All of Scripture is bookended by creation, the original creation, and then the recreation, the new creation, the new heaven, the new earth, the new Jerusalem creation of the beginning, creation at the end, and everything in between. Even though there's not a lot of ink spent on it, it comes back. It kind of keeps popping up, especially you'll see it a lot in the Psalms, in the book of Job. Jesus talks about creation. Uh, if you don't cry out, these stones will cry out, he says. Creation is there, kind of popping up from time to time. But it is critical, it's prominent because of this placement there at the very beginning and the very end. Everything else in between can be understood as commentary on that creation. And that's much we find ourselves today in the Epistle, another time when creation kind of pops up. St. Paul is talking about creation groaning in pain creation has been groaning in pain since the beginning he says that's what creation is doing because creation is for paul he says creation is not complete creation is not complete because we have turned away from it creation is not complete because of sin The ways that we have rejected the goodness of creation and creation's groaning in pain waiting for us to be restored back to creation, to be restored back to the creator. The created order is one in which creation and creator are in harmony with each other. And Paul is saying that creation is groaning in pain waiting for us to get back to that moment. Paul is speaking from that position between the creations, between the original creation and between the new creation, the new heaven, the new earth, right there in that moment. And we are still in this moment of being in between. But already, what's already happened, the creation has happened, and the not yet. The new creation hasn't happened. But we find ourselves in between. And in this moment, creation groans waiting for us to be restored to this vision that God has for creation, one of wholeness, one of completeness, one of being in harmony with each other, with all of creation, and with God, the creator. This past week was Vacation Bible Camp, and our theme this year was God's Dream. And we studied uh, uh, a book called God's Dream by Desmond Tutu and in this book, uh, Desmond Tutu talks about God's dream for this world being a world in which we love each other, we care for each other, we share with one another, good to each other. And the book ends by saying every time that we do those good acts of loving and caring and sharing that we make God smile like a rainbow. It's a beautiful image for children but I think it's a beautiful image for all of us this idea of God's dream and that we are invited to be a part of that dream. It's the same idea that Paul is getting at here, where there is this dream, this dream that God of what God created. And then this completeness, there's this beautiful image of all the kids in the book kind of in a heart shape. And there's a missing spot and there's more kids rushing in. The heart is incomplete until we all join on into it. We are trying to we are invited into this work of restoring creation of restoring the way the vision the dream that God has for the world during vacation Bible camp we uh, study various components of it the loving the the sharing the the community and um, we asked the kids, what do they understand God's dream to be for this world? And one of the kids said, restoration. Now, uh, his family is involved in restoration work of, of like rivers and forests, the kind of work that our faith fund with the McKenzie River Trust is involved in, trying to restore um, creation to the way that it should be, to, to work better, to be healthier, to be healed from the damage that we have done to it. Um, And I thought when he said that, I thought that's just so brilliant because this vision that God has, even though the book's mostly talking about the kind of the caring, the sharing that, that we do with one another. It's also this vision, this dream that God has is not just for us. It's for all of creation. And it is the work of restoration, restoring creation, healing creation from all the damage that we've done to it but also restoring ourselves to right relationship with it and right relationship with God, the creator, the one who made the Pleiades and Orion, the one who made this comet, Neowise, that's uh, passing on by right now, the one that we get a glimpse of every time that we stop and we appreciate the creation that God the Creator made, the creation that God the Creator called good. And God the Creator invites us into that very creative work, invites us into the dream. Amen.